At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz and Sunday Night Football. They are into the second quarter, and the Bears are on offense again. The defense forcing the Green Bay Packers into their second punt of the game. Green Bay has had two possessions on offense. They have both resulted in punts, and the Chicago Bears on the move once again. They currently have a 3 to nothing lead, and the live market has Chicago down to just a 6.5-point dog, and now it has come off my screen. I'm not seeing what the total is. At last look, it was just 39.5, and, and I imagine that's probably dipped even further with the Packers uh, having to punt on their last possession, and it has. Now we're back up here. Chicago down to a four and a half point dog and your in-game total at 34 and a half. So good news for you there, Mr. Salinas, with 21 and a half as your first half total. And of course, you took the under. We talked about, right, the Green Bay Packers coming off the bye. Yes, it's a division rival and you are at home on Sunday night football. But this is a team that you've owned for such a long time that you get a little you get a little complacent. You get a little overconfident. You just don't come out as as sharp. You haven't practiced a whole lot because of not only because of the bye coming off that that week and the late bye. And sometimes these teams really appreciate that late late by they may have gone out of town and spent some time a lot of time away from football and the fact that Aaron Rodgers hasn't really practiced uh, maybe you'd see a sluggish effort coming out of the Green Bay Packers and I think that's exactly what we're seeing here it has been a very sluggish effort on both sides of the football for Green Bay and Chicago's doing exactly what they want to do they want to come out and run the ball the best defense is going to be keeping your offense on the field and Aaron Rodgers on the sideline and you look at the play calling so far 13 rush for Chicago, eight passes and very short passes right now for Justin Field. Nothing too deep over the field. He did complete one pass for 20-plus yards, but aside from that, everything is he's looking for the tight ends, he's looking for the backs, and basically they're looking to keep pounding the football at a very sluggish-looking Green Bay defense. James, I am not going to get a, uh, get involved here. I already have a position, uh, a small position on the Bears uh, with a teaser up to 17.5 points. But uh, as far as in-game, would you consider maybe looking at the Packers basically to win this game? I mean, if you can get this down to 3.5 or 4.5, would you consider coming on the Packers in-game? Well, we're gonna get a different. We're gonna get a different look because that Chicago just housed one. They, I'm yes, not indeed. Sure who was, I just who was saw that. that. Run it. 
Looked like as I'll have to watch the replay here. That'll be coming up in just a second. But it was basically kind of a jet it was just sweep, a, right? To that's Mooney, exactly maybe? what it was. That's exactly what it was. And he housed it. This is really you're talking about teams where even coming off the bye, yeah, they think they're going to be fired up. This is a very sluggish effort all the way around for Green Bay right now. There's no effort, no energy out of this team. And Chicago was definitely going to be the fired up team. They were going to be the, have that competitive pride about them. And yep, there it is. It's now. 10 nothing in favor of Chicago. So we'll see where that live line comes up. It's one thing to fall behind. Now, can Chicago sustain this? I've just seen the live line come up right now, and the Packers are now down to a two-and-a-half-point favorite with the total sitting at 41-and-a-half. Do we want to get involved right now with the Packers and to basically just win? you got to win by a field goal. Now that juice is starting to climb up. But do you want to get involved with the Packers right now to come back and win this football game by a field goal? I mean, I think I could consider it. I don't think Chicago can continue to sustain this. At some point, the Green Bay Packers are going to wake up. But the fact that the Bears were able to, to establish the running game like the way that they have, they're going to have to not only wake up on the defensive side, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to wake up as well. I know he's been sacked at least a couple of times in watching the ball game here in the studio. That certainly would be an advantageous number at two and a half now on the Green Bay Packers under a field goal. We know their success against the Bears and uh, Aaron Rodgers' success against the Bears, 21-4 and straight up in his career. And, of course, he's at home. Could be a good time to jump in on Green Bay. It just certainly doesn't look that way right now. We know uh, Aaron Rodgers, his propensity to come back and win uh, win football games in miraculous fashion. So uh, if you're thinking about the Packers, now may be the time. Let's look at uh, some of the contest activity this week, James. And, of course, you've got a couple games or one game, uh, a game and a half really, left to be decided. But as far as the consensus plays in both the Circa Millions and the Westgate contest, you've still got the Arizona Cardinals left to be decided. If you look at the top five picks in the Circa Million contest, you've got four of them decided with Arizona, of course, on Monday night, still, uh, still pending. But three of the four games that have been decided have resulted in loss losses for the consensus five. The Washington football team was the most popular pick, catching four and a half points. That was a loss. The Bills, a really tough loss there, catching three and a half and losing by six in overtime. Of course, Tom Brady and company get a touchdown pass in the extra session there to win it by six and cover that number. The Cincinnati Bengals, that was the fourth most popular pick. They were catching a point and a half. San Francisco wins that one with a touchdown in overtime. They win by three points. And then the Baltimore Ravens, an interesting one here. This was the lone winner so far for the consensus five in the Circa Millions. They were catching three. And we talked about that on the Saturday show, James, how important that number was. And boy, was it important for those contest players as they ended up losing that game by two If you look at the Westgate, most of the picks were the same. The one different one was the Broncos, and that was understandable as well. All that illness and COVID news came out about about the Lions a little bit later in the week after Westgate had already posted 8.5 for this game. Got as high as like 12.5 or even 13. So that was one of the most popular picks there at the Westgate, and that was a winner. The Bills were a loser. Now the Browns at 2.5 was one of the most popular picks in the Westgate. Very interesting And how key that number is. You had both sides of that game because of the difference on the field goal spread there. They were both the most popular in each contest. Of course, the number was three in Circa and two and a half in Westgate. That's a loser because the Browns win by two points. Washington also a loser and Arizona still pending in the Westgate top five consensus picks. Brady, and you think I'm looking at the consensus picks for the Circa Million and Every one of those games, I know we have the, the of the top five consensus, the Cardinals still pending for tomorrow night. All four of those games, depending on which side you're on, you probably thought you lost. I mean, if you were on the Bengals at one point, they were in the fourth quarter. They were down 14. You thought, oh, all is lost, gave up on that game. And then you see this great comeback. They come back. They get it to overtime. They take the lead in overtime and then ultimately lose the game. So it's a roller coaster there for those that took the Bengals or either side of those, but especially when you lose that way. Same thing with Washington fell behind deep early in that game and the first half looked like the game was finished and all of a sudden it comes down to a seven point game and they had the ball back so and the same thing with the bills and the fact that the bills you had three and a half and 
Tom Brady is able to house that football for a touchdown to win by six. Wow, what a roller coaster, as well as then you think about the key number of three with the Ravens and the Browns there. And if you're having the Browns, and the Browns had jumped on them for the entirety of the first half, the Ravens were just completely decimated. This was their fourth game in five weeks to have to travel, and they looked they looked just like it. They looked like they were we- really weary team. With no More injuries happened during that game, but they rallied. And if you had the Ravens, you probably thought at halftime, I don't know how we're going to come back from this. We lost Lamar Jackson for a quarterback, and then you come back and win. Basically, with every one of these games, we could say, and this is kind of what it's like from a week-to-week standpoint, when we bet on the NFL, and we know this, Brady, we've been doing this for such a long time. These games are never over. It's never over until you see that F and you want to see that final. There's the F. There's the final triple digit zeros on the scoreboard because these games prove that point to each one, each one to a T. Uh, that's a great point. All, all four of those games, you thought that they were over early and they were not over until the very end. Washington, I was on Dallas and, and I thought I had a, a rocking chair winner there. That one got nervous at the end. The Bills had a heck of a comeback. I thought I was going to win that one. I end up on the losing end. Got a teaser home, but didn't get the three and a half. That was one of my contest plays. Cincy, you're right. That one looked like the Niners were dominating all the way until about midway into the fourth quarter. And then the Ravens, an incredible comeback there. Circus Survivor. Now, Jeff Benson on the program, he set the number at 17 and a half, that there would be 17 and a half remaining Survivor contestants after week 14. And you and I both like the over. Uh, I I wonder if he's going to pay us for that bet, James. Uh, It looks pretty (laughs) good right now. It's already over 17 and a half. Uh, The only game still pending is this Packers game. You've got one Circus Survivor contestant that's on the Green Bay Packers, and uh, they've got more of a sweat than they bargained for here with a 12 or 13 point favorite in Green Bay, but every other survivor pick wins. The Denver Broncos, that was the most uh, popular survivor pick with nine contestants taking that one. They win easily. The Tennessee Titans had four people on them. They win easily in a shutout. The Seahawks, that one was tight for a little bit, but they end up pulling away in the second half and beat the Houston Texans. That is a winner for two Circa Survivor contestants. And then the Chargers looked like the Giants might hang around for a minute, but about three quarters of that game was all L.A., and they got it done for six Circus Survivor contestants. That's another winner. And then, of course, the Saints with a 30-9 victory over the New York Jets. So no casualties in Circus Survivor as we speak. The Packers pending. And really no sweats, right? Tennessee shut out Jaguars. I know it was close in the first half, but yeah, no sweats there with the Titans, the Seahawks, but they fell behind early. I think they were a little sluggish being hung over from that big game that they won against San Francisco the week before, but they figured things out and, and started to pull away in the second half. The Broncos, same thing in the second half. Really not much of a sweat there. The Chargers, I think the Chargers pretty much led from start to finish, and again, and again in this case with Survivor, you just need to win the game, not worry about what the spread is, so no sweats for those guys. I'm sure we're so deep into Survivor. Each of these contestants that are still left, these entries that are still there, they're probably very happy for their heart and their head and their mindset to be like, good, I'm glad we finally had one week where we didn't have to just scream and yell at the TV or close our eyes or turn our backs at the last second because every week it just seems like it's such a sweat in Survivor. So I'm sure from that standpoint there for those for those entries, they really appreciated some one-way streets in the second half of those games. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, sleep and easy are the Survivor contestants this week. Finally, and I know early the first seven weeks of the season, there were a lot of favorites uh, that won pretty easily. Uh, Not a ton of sweats early in the season, but that may have been the easiest week uh, overall. The Packers fans, though, uh, one Packers Survivor contestant, a little nervous for him right now. We will come back with more in just a moment, right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Holiday Offer is here right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special. You also receive a $20 credit in the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season. Plus $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. The holiday's right around the corner, and this is a limited time offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. James, once again, I've got another vsin shirt on. Cash and tickets is what it's all about. That is the motto here. Brent's famous saying there, and I've got my shirt on displaying it there, and you can find that in our store, vsin.com slash store, and get your 20 bucks when you sign up for the midseason football special. The Chicago Bears 10 to nothing with a lead over the Green Bay Packers, but we mentioned that number at two and a half if you wanted to get back on Green Bay here. That looks like the low watermark, the nadir, if you will, as they have creeped up now to four and a half point favorites again. So two and a half if you jumped in on that, looking pretty good as they've got a fourth and goal situation. Aaron Rodgers and company from about the four-yard line, and Rodgers finds his receiver for a touchdown. Looks like, is that Alan Lazard? James? Yep. It is. Number 13, Alan Lazard. Just a quick slant inside there going, man. And ah, just so hard to cover these guys out here. And he's on the outside. It, it was looked like Devontae was in the slot. And he just comes up right in over the top. Shakes his man. 21. Easy spot. Easy pitch and catch right there. So fourth down. They tried to run it and, and had to get away from the run. A.J. Dillon, the big hammer power back, got tagged on that first play inside the five running the football it was Roquan Smith laid a lick on him and then it went back to Rodgers well let's get it back to Rodgers and a really competitive effort for these Bears on that goal line but anytime you're spreading the field out there puts a lot of pressure on these guys to play man on these receivers they are so quick and you already know Aaron Rodgers knows exactly where to go with it he knows the defense and accuracy that's not a problem for him Six minutes left to go in the first half, and there's 17 points on the board, so getting a little sweaty with that 21-and-a-half now, Mr. Salinas. The Packers a four-and-a-half point favorite in the in-game market, and 44-and-a-half is your live market total, so that one has creeped up a little bit higher than it was prior to kickoff. Uh, James, let's talk about some of the injuries that we saw in week 14, and I think maybe the most notable is the one we were talking about there. We were talking about some of the consensus picks in both the Westgate and Circa Millions contest, and we talked about the Baltimore Ravens. Consensus picks on both sides of that game, the Browns in the Westgate and the Ravens in Circa, but Lamar Jackson, at the very beginning of the second quarter, he is sacked around the ankles and apparently injured an ankle. He did not return to Tyler Huntley had to engineer that comeback for the Baltimore Ravens. But uh, we talk about this team. They were already decimated by injury coming in. Now a big blow to their leader there, the quarterback. We don't know how serious it is. I don't know if you've heard anything, but the last thing this team needed was another injury. 
Right, especially to their quarterback, who is the do-all, be-all for that offense, especially with all the injuries that they've suffered. Although I'll say this. Tyler Huntry, Huntley came in and played very well in place of Lamar Jackson today. And I and he also did and he played very well in that game against Chicago when it was a late scratch because Jackson was sick. I thought Huntley played very well. I think the difference with Huntley is he's not trying to he's not feeling the pressure of having to be at the the be all end all for this offense. It's all right, here's the play, here's the read, I'm gonna go with it. And if it's not there, I'll throw it away. I don't need to continue to hold the football, scramble around to make plays he's fully capable of doing that too not to the extent that Lamar Jackson is but it's a different kind of mindset when Huntley comes in not feeling like I have to carry this team on my shoulders and let's just take I'm just going to stay within the offense I'm going to make the plays that are there for us if not we'll play another down we'll play another set of series and I mean honestly he's the one that brought them back into it because Lamar Jackson really was struggling up to that point and he had been struggling the last few games we know two weeks ago on that Sunday night contest against Cleveland he had thrown four interceptions I think he got sacked was it seven times last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers so I think right now he probably could use a break I know not because of injury that's not what you want to see happen but he was getting banged around quite a bit and I think not only from a physical standpoint but that really takes a toll on you from a uh, from a psychological standpoint, and we saw Tyler Huntley come in, fresh legs, fresh mindset, and w- he was really the difference to bring them back, plus the defense on the other side really getting after it and shutting down Cleveland in the second half. But credit to Tyler Huntley making that game so competitive because that looked all lost. It, it really looked lost after that first half. There were two onside kicks recovered today in the NFL, I believe, right? The New York Giants scored late in Los Angeles, and I believe they had a successful onside kick. Uh, they were out of the game for all intents and purposes, But uh, and also the Baltimore Ravens in that late comeback effort against the Cleveland Browns. It was amazing that uh, that Baltimore defense was able to hold Cleveland scoreless in the second half. 24 points for the Browns in the first half, none in the second half, and Cleveland still hangs on for a two-point lead there, 24-22, to your final. Uh, Cleveland got a couple of huge quarterback sacks late in that game, really, yep. to preserve that victory. Uh, it doesn't get any easier for the Ravens next week as they will return home and welcome the Green Bay Packers to town. Baltimore was installed as a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this one over the summer. I'm, say, I'm thinking that line is very likely to change. Now, the Cleveland Browns, they get above 500. They came into this game at 6-6. Six and six. They're now at seven, uh, seven and six, and they will welcome the Las Vegas Raiders to town in week 15. An interesting contest there, James. Let's take a look at another game that went down earlier today, and that was the Atlanta Falcons. They have now won six games on the season, and I just find that unbelievable. This team, by a lot of people, is ranked as the very worst team in the league, but they actually look pretty good today. I mean, if you rank Atlanta as the worst team in the league, how bad is Carolina? The Carolina Panthers at 5-7. and seven, Both of these teams came in at 5-7, and seven, and Carolina went off as the favorite, a 2.5 or 3-point favorite in some stores. But how about Cordell? Daryl Patterson. This guy is really the difference maker for Atlanta. And I would say that Cam Newton is not the difference maker for the Carolina Panthers. James, he got it started with a touchdown early, and it looked like Carolina was off and running with that new offensive coordinator, new game plan to pound the rock. But then he throws a pick six, you know, reverts back to some of his old habits, and Atlanta ends up this uh, ends up winning this one 29-21. I think we're seeing two teams here that there's some structure. And there's vision as a coaching staff for their teams, and they're trying to to set a long-term vision. And you talk about culture a lot within the teams. And and what is the culture here with the Carolina Panthers? I mean, you you're going through mid-season, you're struggling at the quarterback position, and and they've been this is the third whether it's P.J. Walker, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold. But anytime you're firing a, a coach during the you know let's call it the the latter part of this 2021 season really starts to stir the nest for everybody else, not only from the coaches, like, well, is my job secure? Is my job safe? Where am I going to be, whether it's through this season or am I going to be looking for work next year? Kind of same thing sends the message to the players. Now, individually, it doesn't mean that the effort's not going to be there, but collectively, I don't think there's buy-in from that standpoint. When the Anytime you see guys getting fired, 
players and coaches have to be questioning what does the future look like for me personally with this team going forward in the next season? Is there going to be a next season? And I think that's where we see the dysfunction start to play out. Uh, and anytime you're having to try to resurrect Cam Newton, we saw New England couldn't do it last year. If there's a, if there's a, a franchise and a coach, when we're talking about Josh McDaniels and obviously the culture there in New England with Bill Belichick, that could resurrect any kind of quarterback. It would be New England. If you can't, if New England can't get it done, Cal's Carolina going to get it done for Cam Newton. So I think that side for the Carolina Panthers is just not a team that's that's believing in themselves because they don't know what the future holds for them individually. And I think for the Atlanta side, they're just making do with what they have. Arthur Smith coming in, knowing this is a long-term vision here with him coming in, and we're going to make the best out of what we have to work with. He got Cordell Patterson. Patterson wasn't really one that we thought of as a – it was more of a kick returner slash wide receiver, and he'd get a lot of jet sweeps, those kind of things, when he played in the past. But they've made him the featured running back. He's kind of this hybrid now uh, of a new a new kind of ball player that they're having in Atlanta, and he's really flourished. And so I think for Arthur Smith's credit, he's just making do with the players that he has, and he's identifying each and every player's strengths. And sometimes that takes time, Brady. He's a new coach to that franchise, it's going to take him some time to really get to know each and every one of his players, what their skill set is, and play to their strengths. And I think that's what we're seeing for the Atlanta Falcons each and every week. We're starting to see progression, and we're starting to see some consistency out of how they're performing, especially on the offensive side, because he's getting more dialed in with his personnel. Yeah, you know, the Atlanta Falcons maybe looked as good as I've seen them all season today offensively. I was a little bit surprised. I thought the Carolina defense would really step up and be able to shut this team down, and kind of they did for the most part. The Cam Newton pick six was kind of the difference in the ball game. You're talking about an eight-point game here. Uh, if they do not give up that pick six, the Carolina defense has given up 22 points, and that's not a bad effort, and maybe Carolina has a chance to win this game. That was not the case. The Panthers will be on the road in week 15 to visit the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo opened as a nine-and-a-half point favorite over the summer. The Falcons will also be on the road. They will visit the San Francisco 49ers, an old NFC West battle there. Niners were made eight-and-a-half point favorites when this one came out back in June. We will see where that line falls when we head into week 15. We'll be back with more in just a moment. It's the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide will be released tomorrow on Monday. Everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide's designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing in a contest, or just want to find a few key high-value proposition bets. The guide drops tomorrow, again Monday. Make sure you get your copy. It's only $19.99, and you can find it at vsin.com slash subscribe. James, I will definitely be taking a look at that college football bowl guide. I always love bowl season. It's part of the holiday tradition, right? Bowl. I mean, we get football just about every night here pretty quick. Yeah, holiday tradition. I know in some places, at least, I don't know if it's a holiday tradition for this household and my family, but it's a holiday tradition for me. We'll keep that between <laughs> you and I, Brady. I, I didn't hear you say anything. Good. Uh, let's get to our best bets. They were not so best for me. I got on quite a run to begin this season, but uh, two out of the last three weeks I've had losing weeks. Uh, I did not get home with the Panthers on the money line. We just talked about that game. It looked good for a while. I thought that game plan was going to be good. We figured they were going to rush the football a lot. And then uh, Cam Newton reverts to his old habits, throws a pick six, and Atlanta looked better than I've seen him look in a long time. Uh, also had a two-team six-point teaser, six-and-a-half-point teaser go down. The Texans could not stay within the number. It looked like they were going to be there for a long time, and eventually late in the game, Seattle was just able to pull away, and the Texans could not even cover 14 points. The Giants, the same thing. They looked like they were going to hang around for a little bit, but eventually, and maybe even in garbage time, they were going to climb through the back door, uh, but they could not pull that off either. In fact, they did. They, they lost that game by 17, I believe, and I was catching 17-and-a-half, but that's all for nine because one of those legs 
does not come in. Uh, I do still have one leg pending. I've got the 49ers home plus seven and a half on that teaser leg. And then I've got the Rams heading into Monday night plus nine and a half. Now your Saints and Jets under James, that gets there. The Washington football team does not. Kyler Murray, of course, over his passing yards of 266 and a half. That is pending. But Gronk, I believe that got there for you over 52 and a half receiving yards in that Tampa Bay victory. Yeah, thank you to our producer, Dan Miller, who reminded me of that. I had completely forgot. I had such a huge position on Tampa going at rolling into that game, and I had completely spaced out the bet on Gronkowski. And he said it came in in overtime, so it had to go to overtime, and he had a big play. I remember the big play. He almost got that first down. It was like second and, and 19 or so that he had a huge play to get him into third and manageable, third and short that they were able to convert. But, yeah, I, I think for thinking about – Thinking about tomorrow more so where we're at here as far as Kyler Murray and rolling in because you've got some action on that with the second half of your teaser with the Rams plus the plus the points as well as for me Kyler Murray I also did play Arizona minus the two at a dollar fifteen and I and I think it's I think we're probably going to see a lot of points in that contest for both sides but thinking about where we're at with Kyler Murray and you know we were talking about this in the first hour briefly of what that might look like on Sunday Night Football I just think right now we talk about teams that know who they are they have a game plan going in and they trust in themselves they trust in what they work at throughout the week that's what we've seen from Arizona to be able to sustain the level of play that they've done for the most part especially with some of the injuries that they've had to suffer over the course of the last month we have not seen that out of the LA or out of the Los Angeles Rams consistently because they 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 don't play with any power. Now, I know last week they ran the football quite a bit, and, and try, they had a number of snaps where they used six offensive linemen last week to try to reassert themselves as playing some type of power football. But that's just not who they are, and I don't think that's what we're going to see tomorrow. So I think from the, the yardage standpoint, I think Kyler Murray is going to be able to throw the football all over the place down the field. They are, as far as the Rams, are going to play a lot of two high safeties, a lot of open space in the middle of the field. And then on your end, I think we're going to see some points coming back out of the Rams, but it's going to come out of the passing game. This is not a game where I think they're going to be trying to get any kind of power going up front. It's going to be, we're going to go with the hot, we're going to go with our best players offensively, and that's going to be Matthew Stafford and that passing game. So having a plus point where you're beyond the seven point number, Brady, you're sitting at a good spot, I think. Yeah, I mean, it would almost be really kind of the end of a season, uh, a season finisher if the Rams were to lose this game by double digits. I mean, that's already happened once to the Arizona Cardinals in week four. Uh, you know, we can both win on this one, James. You can have Arizona win this game by three, four, five, six points or whatever. I'm catching nine and a half, so uh, we can root together on that one. Um, there's not a lot of defense. There's some points being scored in Sunday night football as well. Justin Fields threw a pick six late in the second quarter, and that put Green Bay on top we were talking about that in-game betting and possibly taking a look at grabbing the Packers minus two and a half uh, they got that pick six and went all the way back to a ten and a half point favorite in the live market it only took Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears three plays to put another score on the board a slant over the middle goes right through that Green Bay secondary and now Chicago is back up on top again under three minutes left to go in this first half and Chicago's on top 17 to 14 Green Bay now a a six and a half point favorite in the live market and Mr. Salinas I'm sorry the first half under doesn't get there your in-game live total all the way up to 56 and a half Wow! Yeah, shoot shootout in Lambeau. That's what we expected exactly. tonight, coming from, especially from the Chicago Bears side. Don't be sorry. This uh, that was a one unit play for me. That's not a big deal. I did. I had an incredible day today. So this was just something more to to discuss. I think for me right now, I'm not going to get involved with the live line second half. I'm. How my day went, very successful day, but a very nerve-wracking day, too. I've, I'm, I'm coming down from the, all the adrenaline that I had as that Tampa Bay game finished, and right now I just need a breather from it from a psychological standpoint, so I don't need any more action. If anything, if you're going to lose a bet, I'd rather lose the bet the way that they've lost it. All right, they've scored four touchdowns collectively between these two teams over the last eight minutes of gameplay, so it's like, well, if you're going to lose one, I'd rather lose that way than having it come down to a last-second play where – they whether they kick the field goal or anything that would beat you in the last second where you're having to sweat it all the way down that was definitely not something I needed at this point considering how the entirety of my day went yeah exactly I think you've had enough sweat in your day yes. to uh, risk any more here yes. on the final tally 
or the final game of Sunday, the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. Surprising indeed that they're putting up all these points on the board, 17-14 in favor of Chicago, and they're at about the two-and-a-half-minute mark of the second quarter. Currently, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers on the move. They're facing second down here, and the in-game line now moves to five-and-a-half in favor of the Green Bay Packers. Your total ticks down just a bit to 55 and a half and uh, James I think it's interesting in this game we talked about taking the points with the Chicago Bears Uh, you know prime time if there's any time to maybe jump on a team that really looks awful the Chicago Bears having lost six of their last seven games just embarrassed by the Arizona Cardinals last week Uh, but oftentimes it is a good spot to jump on a team like that when they're playing in prime time in front of a national audience these players know that and they don't want to be embarrassed on national TV and plus you've got not only a division rivalry here, but one of the most historic rivalries in all of football between Chicago and Green Bay. So not all that surprising to see Chicago show up. It is surprising to see them have 17 points on the board in the first half in the lead. Yeah, and I think that's where we talked about when was Green Bay going to wake up. Now, Razul Douglas got a, a pick six, but that was more so on the fact that young rookie Justin Fields just completely stared down his receiver from across the field and just threw a melon ball for him to to take to the house. But Green Bay defensively really hasn't woken up yet. I think still Chicago, they'll need to panic. It doesn't have to be, well, we fell behind and now we got to start throwing the ball. I know they had that slant to take it to the house, but I think come back second half, they can get themselves reestablished. They've got themselves in the game. Right now, with the three-point lead, they're going and they're heading to the two-minute warning. But I think regardless of whatever happens on this Packers drive, Chicago can still go into halftime feeling good about themselves and saying, we we did what we wanted to do. We had one bad play with the interception that was returned for a touchdown, but we can get back to being the more physical team. I think they've been the more physical team on both sides of the football so far through the first half. They can sustain that and maintain that because that's the recipe to stay competitive in this game. Don't change what got you there, even though they did have the bad throw and the pick six. Keep pounding the football at the Green Bay Packers and see when that defense decides they want to wake up. James, we were talking about, of course, the Monday night game, some of your prop bets on Arizona, the bets you've made on Arizona, the bet I have, uh, the Los Angeles Rams teased up to 9.5. What about the San Francisco 49ers? They lost last week in the division to Seattle. It felt like a bad spot for them and a good spot for Seattle uh, to kind of change their season after only being 4-8 and eight coming into that game. Uh, but what about San Francisco gets a win on the road today? Uh, they've got one win over the Los Angeles Rams already this season. Kyle Shanahan seems to own Sean McVay. Is this team maybe going to contend for that second spot in the NFC West, do you think? Yeah, I mean, right now, the way that once they get healthy, I think they need to get Elijah Mitchell back. He's so key to their running game. It was Jeff Wilson that had to step in and run the football. He had 13 carries for just 56 yards. It was They were going to throw the football. It was really going to be George Kittle making plays. He, was a, he had a monster game today receiving the football, but also had Debo Samuel be able to get back. He did have a rushing touchdown, not fully 100%. But I think once that team gets back healthy on the offensive side, yeah, because they're going to be able to get back in the time type of football that is power football that they like to run I would I would say yeah I would I would be looking at San Francisco in that second spot all right we come back and we break down the matchup in the NFC East the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football game what a game we'll be right back with more on the pro football blitz stick with us at VEASAN the sports betting network At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no batteries to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. And, boy, some pro football going on in Lambeau Field. Uh, exciting for the uh, fans wanting points in this one, James. Uh, we figured this, you know, it's a typical NFC North battle, the Packers and the Bears, and it's a, you know, a defensive battle. I mean, the Green Bay defense has been really improved as of late. Of course, Chicago always has had the reputation for defense. Not the case tonight. Hakeem Grant Sr. with his second touchdown of the evening with about a minute and a half left in the first half the Chicago defense forces Green Bay to punt once again he catches the ball at his own three yard line he makes a right turn and finds nothing there and he reverses his field goes all the way back the other way 97 yards to the house they add the extra point Chicago's up by 10 again under a minute and a half left here in the first half 24 to 14 Chicago Green Bay still a one and a half point favorite in the live market well i no, I said I wasn't going to play anything, but I did. I actually. actually uh, well, you're playing a with problems. a lot of houses. Me, money. I got a lot of problems. I'm playing. We're having fun. It's been a great day, so I'm having fun with it. Uh, actually, I did. And so when it was sitting there afterwards, there was I think there was an injury on the kickoff. It was sitting, and it was actually at Packers plus one and a half, minus one twenty. It was a pick'em at money line, pick'em at minus one fifteen, or Packers plus one and a half, minus one twenty. It's like, well, I'll spend the other five cents and get an extra point and a half on my side. Partially because we know Green Bay is still going to find ways to put points up on the board. We've had some really amazing plays from Chicago to score the way that they've had, but also the fact that don't forget now with Green Bay, there was still a minute and a half for Green Bay to be able to do something here to close out the first half, and they do receive the ball to start the second half. That was part of my thinking as well. And they convert there uh, for another first down now into Chicago territory with about 50 seconds left in the half, and they are two-and-a-half-point favorites now in the live market. So a good bet by you there, plus one-and-a-half on a live wager there on the Green Bay Packers, and uh, there they are now up to three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. And how about your total? (laughs) Boy, 62 and a half for your in-game total between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Uh, I promised we would talk about Dallas and Washington. This was a really good game to watch, uh, especially early if you were a Dallas backer. I mean, boy, what an effort defensively here. You and I were oppo on this one, James. You like the football team catching four and a half. I was on the Cowboys laying it, and Dallas saw the late money in this one. I don't know if you saw that one on your screen this morning, but they went all the way up to six and a half point favorites with a total of 48 the Cowboys had two defensive touchdowns early and it looked like this was going to be a walk in the park for Big D 
But really, like we've seen Washington do over the course of this four-game winning streak, they came right back into it. They got a pick six late, and they were within seven points with three minutes left in regulation. Now, Taylor Heineke, he had to leave the game with a knee injury early in the fourth quarter, and Kyle Allen came in to engineer a lot of this comeback. It was 25-8 to eight in favor of Dallas with five minutes left in this game, and then bang, Allen engineers this comeback along with the defense, and uh, it ended up with Kyle Allen getting sacked and fumbling late in this game, and Dallas was able to hang on 27-20, to 20. but Randy Gregory, a huge effort to defensively for Dallas and you know you and I touched on this game a little bit earlier the offense still doesn't look like it's quite clicking but boy what a defensive effort for the Cowboys today if anything the uh, the offense only scored one touchdown again this week this mm. it's a team that's really struggling to find itself and its identity again getting back to running the football and really it's due to injury before be, before the, the we know the offensive lines had a number of injuries and it's hard to have some consistency running the football when you're constantly shuffling shuffling in and out offensive linemen Dak Prescott's injury to his calf muscle didn't help either but then Ezekiel Elliott's, Elliott's been dealing with a, a knee injury for quite a while and then Tony Pollard did not play in this game either with a foot injury. So I think there's a lot of factors that go into why this offense is struggling, but all the receivers were finally back. They've had a lot of issues going through the last month of the season too, but Dallas is struggling to find itself, and I think that's where for Dak Prescott, he starts to press a little bit. Prescott is not played very well since he's returned from this injury. Again, today, one touchdown pass, but two interceptions, some really key interceptions, poor decisions. I think he just didn't read the defense and threw it right to the defender sitting in a couple of different zone coverages. I think it's just a misread coming from Dak Prescott, and it was really the story of the day for me in this game was it was was the Dallas defense. You mentioned the, the, the line coming back to full strength again for the Dallas Cowboys. Very fast, very athletic, very long. A lot of ath- Just a lot of length up there, too, so really difficult to manage up there. But Micah Parsons, I mean, if, if anything, this guy has been doing he, – he covers, he can – he. I mean, he's just been wrecking games. He totally wrecked this game in the first half. He smashed Heineke a couple times. Two big sacks. One turned into a fumble that was returned for a touchdown for for Dallas and in that first half. And you saw Heineke. You saw him. He really took a beating, and a lot of that was because of that front line and due to mostly Micah, Micah Parsons hammering him in the way that he did. Heineke was 2 of 12 in the first half for just 19 yards, an interception, and a fumble. Uh, but to his credit, Heineke was really a gamer. I mean, the kid was really beat up and banged up out there, not only from a physical standpoint, but I saw his eyes, and he just looked like he had lost all confidence going into halftime. But he's got a lot of heart, and he came out, and he really battled, he fought, and he competed. And I think there's some leadership qualities that Washington can find in Taylor Heineke to move forward with as a young quarterback. But I think for the Dallas Cowboys offense, and as good as Micah Parson has been uh, on defense for the Cowboys – probably right now, probably the most impactful defensive player in all of football. Maybe they should find ways to put him on the offense, let him make some plays for the Cowboys, because it seems like Micah Parkinson can do anything at this point. You know, he is really something, and and it's an interesting story there. Dallas really didn't want to draft him. If you recall, in the NFL draft in uh, back in April, they wanted to take a cornerback, and I believe it was the Carolina Panthers who drafted J.C. Horn ahead of the Cowboys, if I recall exactly what the uh, timeline was there, but that was... And then Patrick Sertan, uh, who was grabbed by the Broncos as well. Uh, Those were a couple guys that Dallas really had their eye on that I believe were both gone when their turn came up. And they, you know, kind of had to settle for Michael, Micah Parsons. But boy, what a pick has this turned out to be. I remember in the preseason, I uh, saw him make a couple of plays early. Uh, If you look at Defensive Rookie of the Year, he's a heavy, heavy favorite to win that award. He's on the board for Defensive Player of the Year, period, as well. And I believe I saw him in the neighborhood of 20 or 25 to 1. Those odds have probably been cut. I've never been a Dallas Cowboy fan, James, but I'm a fan of this guy. He is absolutely fun to watch and really making an impact on that Dallas defense. Absolutely, and not only from his play on the field, but I think he's just got such charisma about him 
off the field, has a lot of great character traits that is going to make him a great leader for this Dallas Cowboys defense for, for the next decade as long as he stays healthy. Because I think that's what it is. He's a very He brings a lot of passion to the game. He brings a lot of focus and energy to the game. And it's not about me. Yeah, you're going to do your sack dances and you guys are going to celebrate, but it's not, about, it's not showboating. And there's a, a big difference between being arrogant and being confident. And he is fully confident and very but he's a very humble human being so i think he's very his his teammates really gravitate towards him off the field man what a pickup what a pickup for dallas the fact that you talked about where they felt where he was able to fall to dallas at the at number 12 in the draft i mean how many other teams are going to start looking back when we look back at this draft here in a handful of years and you look at how many of these other players have flamed out how many teams are going to be doubting themselves and really kicking themselves for missing out on Micah Parsons? I mean, this guy's a talent. The uh, Green Bay Packers, that didn't take long. Aaron Rodgers finds Devontae Adams, and they're back in this game, trailing by just three points, 24-21, to 21, and they are three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Your in-game total all the way to 68-and-a-half between the Packers and the Bears. And Justin Fields, they're right back on the move again. Ten seconds left before halftime. Fields has the Chicago offense into field goal range. Looks like they'll be able to get one or two more plays off here. They're going to take a timeout before they decide what to do. They've got it deep into Green Bay territory. Like I say, field goal range with a three-point lead, 24-21, and they are currently three-and-a-half-point dogs in the live market. The division highway continues for the Dallas Cowboys in week 15. They will visit the New York Giants. The Cowboys opened up as one-point road favorites back in June in that one. That will certainly be different. Washington, they will finish the season with five straight division games, four left to go, and they will go to Philadelphia next Sunday. They opened as one-and-a-half-point underdogs there on the road at Philly. will be interesting to see where that line comes out uh, when that closes on Sunday of Week 15. We'll come back and see what happens in the last 10 seconds of the Sunday night football game as we head into the final hour here of the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.